I would always say that uh, now I if you don't live in regrets you, you live in memories you you create great memories you live in the moment you embrace everything that you got and you just give it you just you just spread your wings you just give it all Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Life Show. And we are now on episode 45. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so this is probably the first uh, interview that I made uh, for this year. So we are now on 2019. So happy new year, guys. And for this week episode, I'm chatting with Roland Banyas. So he is really passionate about arts, creativity, and design. He channeled this insight in mastering Adobe application and become one of the most widely disciplined Adobe certified experts in the Philippines. He managed several online and local design communities including Graphic Artists Philippines and Adobe User Group. He also loves to share his knowledge through events and seminars as a stockholder of Creative Nation Academy. In this episode, we talk about his design life stories from ground up, how to follow your passion and earn from it even at a young age, three things to keep in mind when designing to solve real-world problems, and actionable steps for you to get started on your own creative path, and the importance of having a mentor for you to succeed in your chosen career, and much, much more. So I hope you enjoy this first interview for the year 2019. So I'm hoping to publish more episodes in the coming weeks. So I hope uh, I'm giving a lot of value through this episode or through this podcast. And if you love to leave a review on iTunes, that means a lot to me. So if you, uh, I really love to know more on how can I improve this podcast, on how can I make this more a meaningful journey, not only for me, but for you as well, my listeners. Okay, so uh, for those who would like to know more about this crazy mission, so you can check that out on the designlifeshow.com. That's the designlifeshow.com. You can know more or you can learn more all the informations that you need about this podcast. Okay, you can also check that out on our show notes below. So let's go jump into this week's episode. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, welcome to the another episode of TDLS. So welcome to the uh, to the podcast, uh, and I'm really stoked right now. So actually, we're recording it Saturday night or Saturday evening. I'm here with Roland from Creative Nation uh, Academy or Creative Nation .ph. So I'm really excited to you know to. Uh, to learn more about him and somehow uh, for sure you will learn a lot from this episode. So without further ado, Roland, welcome to the show. Woohoo! 
How are you doing, Jay Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, good evening uh, when they have listened to this. It's already yep. 9 o'clock mm-hmm. when we recorded this. So yes. I'm very excited to be in your show for the longest time. Uh, actually, <laughs> I was dreaming yes. I could go to this podcast uh, mm-hmm. and uh, do an episode. I'm looking forward. Yeah, uh, I'm super excited, and it's an honor to have you on the show. Uh, we we are. Is mine. <laughs> I know you're really busy, and I'm really honored to have you on the show. So you know, to carve some time to be on the podcast, it's really means a lot to me. So uh, for those who are listening, or for those who don't know about you, or don't know who is Roland, can you share a little bit about your background and what are you doing right now, just to give context into this episode? Wow, okay. That's great. That's a great question. Uh, first, they can Google me. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, in, in based on my personal life, uh, it's pretty bit boring. Um, I didn't <laughs> f- finish college, uh, actually. I was a dropout. Uh, but I did my career for 16 years as an IT professional. Wow. I've been mm-hmm. dealing with uh, computers. Uh, I started as a computer staff. 16 years ago. So if you do the math, you would know my age, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, in that 16 years, I'll also, I have been also a teacher in the academe or the, in the education. Uh, I'm, I'm, te- I'm teaching computers for small kids, uh, as small as ki- kindergarten. Kindergarten mm-hmm. to uh, K-12. Uh, the, the K-12, so it's uh, yeah. grade mm-hmm. 12. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very introvert at first, but then I learned yeah. to be a, a extrovert when yeah. I needed it. Got it. Mm-hmm. If if I need to talk like this session, this episode, I'm willing <laughs> to be extrovert. Yeah. At all times. So, uh-huh. uh, and I also learned to be a lifelong learner. You know. Uh, I I love to read books, even audio books, uh, a lot of videos. I mm-hmm. I do a lot of listening and observation on how people do their thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also love to watch classic movies, like the old style movies, like 1950s, and documentaries. Lalo na yung, uh, mm-hmm. especially those uh, I look up to as geniuses, like Tesla. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Jobs. That's that's some of the things that I do. Right now in Creative Nation, uh, I'm the training manager or the someone to go to guy for mm-hmm. all of the trainings workshops that we do. We've been doing at Creative Nation. Yeah. And recently, we are expanding our selections or topics for. Not just the Adobe side. Uh, Creative Nation Academy is a an Adobe authorized training center here in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of the official curriculum for the creatives. And also right now in 2019, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, although I hate to do the plugging for myself, <laughs> creative <laughs> soft side of, of things. Like uh, right now we're doing branding identity systems. We're yes. doing design thinking. And a lot of non-technical, non-software-based trainings. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, actually, uh, for those who are listening, uh, one of uh, uh, you know one of the co-founder, which is Ben, has been into this podcast as well. So yeah, uh, I've right, always... so, 
It's it's it's. I listen to that pod, podcast yeah, episode. I think uh, they know now what's Creative Nation Academy. I I, I think uh, Creative Nation Academy is really uh, helping a lot of creative professionals or even those beginners, right? So it's really amazing, and I think it's really cool. So uh, I I I want to touch all the you know. There's a lot of topics that I can touch on your journey or on, on your introduction, right? So. I think you you've worn a lot of hats for the past few years. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask uh, what what is what is like growing yes, up? Totally. Yeah. yeah, what is like growing up as an introvert, uh, you know, as a creative, you know, uh, as a creative and introvert, we have a lot of ideas that that sometimes, you know, uh can uh, we can slip because of that, right? So, what is what what's uh what's can you describe uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, growing up as a creative or as an introvert? You know, J. Christ, I can definitely relate to the question that you're asking. Uh, when I was young, I, I used to draw a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, I doodle a lot. Sometimes I, uh, if you would see the back of my notebook, I, do, I draw a lot of things. Uh, and, uh, Growing up in the 90s, again, I'm revealing my age. <laughs> uh, I'm very fond of, I'm very fond of, um, like, mostly any Filipino uh, teenager that time or, mm-hmm. or um, young individual. Uh, we do a lot of anime watching. Those shows back then, uh, every time in the afternoon. So I draw a lot of that. That content, excuse me, mm-hmm. that content. Uh, and, and surprisingly, some of the things that I've drawn or drew at that time, I sell it to my classmates. Wow. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I was selling my items. Can I dec- disclose this? <laughs> it's around sure. the hundreds, in the hundreds sure. yeah. back then. Nice. It was the late, uh, no, it was yeah. the late, uh, eight, 90s, late 90s, around 97, 98. So biggest, the biggest one that I sold was around a thousand back that's then. A big, right? That's a big money back then. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of money back then. So, But then it shifted to another course in my life when I saw and built my own computer. I was mm-hmm. doing a lot of manual uh, designs, manual drawings. I was an artist first before I become a designer. I saw a computer. I already. I was also in love with technology back then. I did to build one on my own. It's computer with 60 back then. Uh, I was using. Uh, what was the Photoshop version? It's the late version, you know. It's it's the late the the old version of Photoshop. If my if I could recall, it was Photoshop yeah. mm-hmm. four, three or yeah. four. So yeah. that's when I got acquainted to using the software itself to, mm-hmm. to do my design. So mm-hmm. back in Photoshop, uh, actually, I didn't create my first designs in Photoshop like, mm-hmm. yep. like until 2001. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was just doing design work for Photoshop, but I don't do art okay. work in Photoshop. That's, I think that's very bizarre for me at that yeah. day. Looking back, I was, well, I didn't know why, why did I, uh, mm-hmm. but, but maybe I was very attached to my traditional side. Yeah, that, that's why. 
So what, okay. what's, what's all the, you know, you discovered Photoshop. Uh, are you using it for, for pan or just to, you know, or you have, uh, you have a freelance work from uh, back then or how, how, how can you describe how do you discovered Photoshop, uh, you know, from the traditional world? Yeah. Right. So, and then you jump ship ah. into, into a more, uh techno uh you know a more technical or let let's say yeah uh using software like photoshop yeah uh so i was doing some uh some designs for mm-hmm. business cards and uh and posters back then got uh, it mm-hmm. even for school events i do that uh but back then it was very it was very uh somehow how could I coin this? Um, it was very hard to do creative work back then because mm-hmm. back then, uh, my client, just some of my friends, some of my friends, some of my, uh, I mean, some of my relatives back then. So I think, <laughs> you know, relatives, right? Uh, yeah. When we, when we give them, when you, when someone give them a job for, uh, for mm-hmm. let's say a, a uh, an event, family event somehow yeah. mm-hmm. some some of them would be given like uh the, the biggest one would be 500 pesos back then <laughs> okay yeah. uh, uh but actually i have a rule for that uh yes. if you can do it in five minutes uh i think i could i could just do it for let's say 500 pesos if i can just do it in five minutes and no yeah. revisions mm-hmm. okay yeah. uh mm-hmm. and then uh Lately, I've discovered uh, my love for Illustrator because, uh, as you would see, it's it's when Illustrator was uh, back then. It was Illustrator nine, and we we're having some problems with tran- transparencies because we we're, we're adapting mm-hmm. from the PostScript era to the PDF era back then. Uh, and I and I love Illustrator for that reason because, as you as you and I would. Would know, uh, Illustrator is vector based, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can you can you can have all the freedom of designing without that big of a footprint to your computer. So, yeah. and after that, uh, it was it was pretty early that mm-hmm. uh, I discovered InDesign. Uh, although I've been using PageMaker way back yep. then mm-hmm. uh page uh indesign was very early at that stage i think th- this one is around 2001 already in the timeline mm-hmm. you're okay. you're in the college or what what your back I- then i was back then i was uh first mm-hmm. year first year got it Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, right. It, um, in 2001, I think I'm in first year of my, I did, I did attend a technical, uh, technical vocational course back then, but uh, I, that one was just an associate degree. Got it. Mm-hmm. So and how then, you, so after college and then you transition, uh, you know, you, you got a degree, you know, how do you? Actually, um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't finish the degree itself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. 
I was uh, I was doing uh, a lot of work back then in the technical side that uh, I have decided to drop out. Mm-hmm. To drop out and then uh, I had an opportunity to be a technician back then. Computer technician. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also I do designs back then. Yeah. Uh, before they, there was what we call the computer shops, right? I did computer shop work before. That was around 2001 to uh, late 2001 to 2003. I'm doing designs. I'm doing tech work. And then uh, I decided to, in, to, to apply a, to a job as a full-time computer technician in a school. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's your job about that? Uh, I think it's really, you know, uh, are, it's, that's your ideal thing to do because as a creative, you know, we, we tend to like to create something, you know, from, from, from our personal experiences or something like what, what is like to, to go in a job uh, as a computer technician back then? Back then, uh, I would, I would, I love to uh, to solve problems. As as you would know, uh, designers love to solve problems. But way back then, uh, the technology was so primitive. I, I wouldn't say so primitive. It's not that advanced right now. But I was yeah. trying to solve problems and design it from the real world experiences that I have. Uh, but not in. I'm not moving pixels in that timeline. Uh, I was doing a lot of hardware work. Mm-hmm. After that, I after I built the hardware itself, uh, I used the software to 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 further my my design skills. Actually, at at that point of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how it? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just I'm just curious. How we? How do you? you know, uh, solve problems in a technical way? Because I think a lot of creatives or a lot of designers really just focusing on more aesthetics or kind of the thing, uh, kind of stuff like that. Because, uh, and uh, I think the, the the design aspects right now can, can't only be uh, attributed or, uh, you know, uh, can only be connected with aesthetics. It can only be business centric, something like that, right? And ah, okay. yeah, a lot of things are going on right now. User experience and uh, yeah. branding. I, you know <laughs> what I mean, right? So you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the divisions in the new trends for design has been very, very broad nowadays. Before. Yeah. Um, I would say my primary purpose in doing designs is about three things. Mm-hmm. First is that you have to have purpose on what you design. It doesn't have to look, it doesn't need to look pretty. Mm-hmm. It has to have a function and a purpose. Aesthetics is the least priority in whenever you do designs. Got it. Uh, uh, I could recall my friend uh, Ben from your previous episode. Uh, he always coined the term form, feel, and function. 
Mm-hmm. So I, even though I I I didn't uh, met him in the late '90s or early 2000s, I think that's somehow the first uh, approach I do when I when I look to designs, when I uh, when I look to solutions, and I always guide myself into what's the purpose what's the purpose and logic behind everything that you do mm-hmm. i'm very logic driven yeah actually if if it if that won't work i would try it for one or two times but i would tweak a little bit and then try to solve the problem mm-hmm. i always use logic uh, and the least would be the the designs as you would see uh when they visit the site or the the web or the web uh the f or the facebook page of uh creative nation it's very it's, it's a very simple design and what's the primary purpose of it it's uh, it's just for information mm-hmm. uh, dissemination yeah as you would see in in the facebook pages that uh, we 100% do. right yeah I see that uh, especially especially today uh, mm-hmm. with the span of with the short span of attention of uh, people it's very right? on point right yeah okay. 100% and and uh, you, uh can you can, uh, you know uh, 10 years from uh 10 years back then or 5 to 10 years before uh, can, how do you compare design right now uh, uh if you compare it before i think uh, uh I, i started design i think uh 2011 so i I've, i've been doing some you know programming stuff back then and then <laughs> I, and eventually i think it's a natural progression i think it's you have to deal with some back end thing and then you have to deal with front end thing right so you have yeah. to yeah, you have to meet those needs in in, in uh in, in uh in naturally or uh in the terms of progress in terms of progress right so can you compare uh, if if you will compare it back then and until now i think it's really a, a broad uh, design is a really amazing uh, you know amazing principle there's a lot of principles and fundamentals that that uh right now that you need to that, that understand at that time yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. right Uh, I would say uh, the tools have been very easy to learn right now because mm-hmm. back then, if you have the tools, it's not a guarantee that you're going to... There, there are two factors, actually. Uh, you have to have the basic, the basic or the solid foundations of design mm-hmm. and the technical know-how. Uh, it's still the same today. Yeah. You need mm-hmm. to have your basic, solid foundations of design but the thing is it's it's split but it's divided into specific uh, industries for example if you're doing design for print if you're doing design for web or if you're mm-hmm. doing design even for social media you have what we call content velocity so that i think would be the primary reason or the primary uh factor that we could consider as the basis of the difference of the design back then to today uh the tools have changed mm-hmm. it's more intelligent yep uh i think it's much it's far more intelligent right now uh 100%. if you use 
yes, if you use uh, the latest Photoshop uh, release or any of the Creative Cloud apps right now, you'll be amazed of the new features that they have. Uh, but then at, at the essence of it, you still need to, the, to have a solid foundation of the basic principles of design. 100%. Uh, I think it's uh, it's really true because uh, a lot of principles right now uh, always, uh, you know, start with with the basic, right? So you will you will yes. find yourself doing the basic and then uh, create something new or innovate that in, in, in your specific project or specific problem. Yes, right? That's really, totally. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if, if you... Um, if I would share, uh, there is this notion or this idea that when you learn the basics, yep. you obey to the rules. Mm-hmm. And then after you learn and master the basics, I think that's the way you will bend the rules 100%. or somehow violate it. Not, yeah. not on, the, on a bad way <laughs> to violate it. Yes. But somehow, uh, if you're fond of, um, have you, um, uh, what we call that, um, have you seen the designs in Reagan magazine back then? Not really familiar with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Reagan magazine back then, it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was out of the convention in terms of the design. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's, it's, a, it's a design, it's design approaches for rock stars or mm-hmm. bands or uh, it has a yeah. grunge feeling. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could we could uh, put put that on the sh- on the show, show notes. notes for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Reagan magazine. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing is that magazine has been uh, out of the circulation for mm-hmm. in the late two thousand five. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong with that, mm-hmm. uh, because I have the the official book. Uh, so back then, um, mm-hmm. back to the premise. Uh, the thing is, when you have a solid foundation, you can break the rules and make your own style. That's that's the that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really true. I think uh, there's a saying that uh, I think it's all you need to know the rules first before first. you break it, right? So I think it's 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 kind of collide on that on that particular term. Or particular yeah. topic, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah that's really cool, uh, man. So, can uh, let's go back in your journey. You, you know, you you've been doing technical stuff or uh, as a computer technician, and then you, how do you jump in into this world of uh, workshops and you know, inspiring creatives, especially uh, the new younger or uh, generation? I think that's the 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 most or the the crazy mission of creative nation, right? So how, how do you uh, how do you jump shift into this uh, into this uh, you know teaching uh, creatives or uh, to yeah, um, improve their their mind or their their crops? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I think I it started around um, if I could recall, it's around twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back, I was in the school. Uh, they asked me to teach something uh, regarding design, regarding uh, a lot of the things that I really love to discuss with them. So I, uh, the school has propelled my, uh, my, my curiosity to teach back then. Although I am teaching, 
uh, teaching on the school itself. But uh, I have never had uh, somehow adult learners in my in my grasp yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I did Photoshop for them. I also did uh, Mac OS uh, orientations for them because. Uh, way back on 2010, a lot of people is not using Macs, especially yeah. on, the, on, on, on the school side. Mm-hmm. And then it just started that I was being uh, acquainted with a, a reseller of a specific software. Yeah. And then I did some workshops with them. I even did workshops for 3D animation back then when it was Maya. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. When it was alias Wavefront back then. It, it, it was not being bought by uh, Autodesk but back then. So I did some workshops with that. And then I started to notice that it was changing me. Mm-hmm. It, was ch- it was changing my mindset that this, uh, this thing called teaching or knowledge transfer is really a very noble profession because you get yep. to change mm-hmm. Uh, minds, you get to change uh, habits, you get to change lives by teaching them something that you'd learn mm-hmm. and sharing it with them. 100%. So what's the, uh, person, in personal terms, what's your uh, driver when, when it comes to teaching? Because I think uh, uh, it's on, some are, you know, they they teach to, just to earn money, you know, just to, to <laughs> yeah, create wealth, right? So, what what's your main driver in doing that? Can you? I think um, mm-hmm. my main driver that driver for that is I really love to to, to share what I know. Yeah. Uh, back then, uh, I did a post in Facebook that uh, my only regrets is that I have not given almost everything that I know. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, I I will I will be frank to you that um, it's also the money, right? I I don't want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. Um, yeah. but the thing is, um, when you are very when you become very successful at teaching mm-hmm. people things that would that would benefit them, the money would just follow. It's it's an it's a reward. Yeah. Actually. The money yeah, is the reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when you when you change someone to, for example, they learn a new technique uh, to, that will help them save a lot of time in their work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that gratitude that they gave you by giving you thanks to to, for example, if they they tell you that you know i i'm doing that for 2 hours right now i'm doing that for 15 minutes yeah you save See? them a you lot save a of lot times. of yeah. a lot of uh-huh. human lives actually <laughs> at, 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 yeah. at that uh, that cycle mm-hmm. yes and uh, uh at creative nation we do we do have what we call you uh, the bhag if you're familiar with bhag or your big hairy or this mm-hmm. if, if my term is right Big hairy audacious goal, am I right? Oh, okay, I'm yeah. just going to do to yes. Google. Bhag. Okay, <laughs> so one of the bhag of uh, Creative Nation is to 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 have uh, to educate the creative professionals and also 
we want to build a foundation mm-hmm. on which we want to prosper the creativity of the Filipinos to create for the world. Mm-hmm. One of yeah. the goals is that um, we go uh, in the 17 regions of the Philippines to pick, handpick the next best creative professionals, house them into a facility on which we will train them, we will give them our insights, our experience for mm-hmm. them to compete to, to global contests like uh, uh, Spikes Asia or any, uh, or uh, are you aware of the um, Adobe Digital Achievement Awards? We want them yeah, to be globally competitive yep. and to win awards using the skills that they, uh, they acquired. So in that way, when they they would go back here in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and they and then they share the experiences and their learnings to the next generation. It's like a foundation on which you 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 give them the chance to be the best creatives that they want. Say, yeah, uh, it's like as, an as incubation up, program. Is is it yes, the yes. right term? It's an yeah. incubation program for creative professionals. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. So, uh, yeah. In, yeah, in terms of incubating or, you know, to train creative, uh, a really creative person in, for creative uh, to, uh, to, to compete globally, how, how do yeah. you, you know, how do you handpick those creatives to be part of those programs? Is there uh, any requirements about or specific requirements or they have to submit something or something they create, something that they create? Ah, okay. So the program is not yet initiated, but that's the mm-hmm. vision. Uh, yeah, that, if mm-hmm. I would give uh, some metrics to this, um, one would be creativity and uh, mm-hmm. the opportunities that they are somehow deprived to. For example, uh, if we saw someone who's very great in uh, in art or design, but they don't have the capacity financially to yep. to to forego with their projects or their uh, their their endeavors, their work, mm-hmm. we put them in a priority list. The less fortunate creative professionals, as because we want them to uh, to to have the full experience of someone supporting you with your goal, your passion, your gift or talent. Yeah, that's really cool. Wow, that's really uh, cool. That, that initiative would be yep. after we have established Creative Nation as a, as a training institution for mm-hmm. all creatives. Yeah, I think it's really cool. You know, I think as a growing up as a Filipino, you know, as a, uh, there's stance of adversity, <laughs> especially personal, yeah. and not only uh, in the outside world, but especially personal, because you have to deal with your uh, with your uh, self doubt or something like that. Not only financially, right? So I think it's really yes. a great way to to you know to uh, make more uh, the uh, make uh, the Filipino creatives a more competitive. Uh, not just in, yes. uh, here in Philippines, but international. Because I, I think 
I, I met a lot of talented creatives, but they're uh, for somehow they're stuck with something that they don't like. You know, there, there's there's always the challenges. Uh, I can definitely uh, relate to your uh, <laughs> to your statement, especially yeah. uh, our Filipino mentality for for yeah. if they ask if they ask us regarding mm-hmm. the financial yep. on financial slides that uh, mm-hmm. it has this notion that. If you're in the design or art track, that yep. it doesn't have any money on that, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. have any value yes. or mon- monetarily, financially. But uh, we we do believe, uh, and we have tested this. We have mm-hmm. achieved this. Uh, we have a sister company called called uh, Street Arrow Corporation, on which we house creative professionals with their skills. They yeah. they have uh, they are financially uh, being compensated to the work that they do, wow. so it's possible. That mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, especially the there technologies we there have. Right? Yeah, yeah. There I think there's there's a lot of progress right now. As a you know, I think I, I see a lot of progress. It, it's it's still far uh, far beyond uh, it, with other countries or big uh, big players, yes. but but still. Uh, I'm really glad to see progress in that particular, you know, particular topic or particular thing. Yes, Jakers, I, I just mm-hmm. want to also appeal uh, to all of the mm-hmm. creatives here in the Philippines that I think it's time for us to gather together to be a yep. a, a solid community on which we mm-hmm. set aside everything. For example, our ego, our insecurities, yeah. and just yes. focus on. Delivering, uh, delivering services to other creative 100%. professionals, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, if we don't cooperate with each other, we are all losers. Hundred <laughs> percent. Don't want that that's to happen. Really right? Yeah, that's really true. Uh, uh, as I observe, you know, I think it's it's been a part of the culture as a Filipino. You know, there's a lot of association, or uh, you know, there's. There's uh, a lot of groups that you know that that forming as an independent yes. group, right? I think if you would gather all that groups and then uh, uh, bring them in one group, that's uh, I think I, I envision it as a a really amazing thing, right? So uh, yes, uh, actually that's what that. Creative Nation is doing right now. Uh, we are somehow a yeah. platform on which. Mm-hmm. If you want to teach something, yep. if you want to share something, we can provide mm-hmm. you the logistics. You, we can provide you uh, almost any support that we can give you. Yeah. As you would cool. notice in our, uh, our campaigns, we are highlighting the new instructors that we have in Creative Nation. And mm-hmm. the thing is, they don't have to be very committed to Creative Nation. They, yep. uh, the thing is, if they contributed something to the creative community, that we're fine with that. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. Maybe, I think that's maybe a, mm-hmm, that's really what's, great. Uh, what's a great idea, mm-hmm. Jake Rice, is that possibly I could invite you to a workshop in Creative Nation. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> that <Okay>. would be <laughs> cool. Now yeah. we will okay. talk about you and your, you know, uh, we will talk about uh, great ideas. I, I think, it's yes. really interesting to talk about it. Uh, basically, in a podcast, you know, I, I, there's a lot of shitty contents outside, right? <laughs> you know, I think I'm really passionate about okay. doing meaningful content, right? So, yes. 
imagine that if if we if we just get all those creatives in just one rope, right? That's really amazing. Yes. I really yes. I really envisioning your be <laughs> your mission. That's really cool. So I'm just curious. Uh, Roland, yes. uh, you know, there's uh, as a creative, you know, there, especially the beginners or the uh, no, we can call we can call it just uh, to those who just getting started. The young bloods, yeah, the young the bloods, young, you know, yeah. the mindset. It's it's really different. If if we compare, if we compare in your in your vision or in your mindset, uh, how do you you know what's your process on achieving those mindset? I, I think. Uh, you're really, uh, you're really looking into the future, right? So, and you're really uh, living that uh, that uh, that vision, that mission, right? So, uh, can you share a little bit about your insight about achieving uh, full, uh, you know, different perspective as a creative or different mindset that really. Uh, can give you a really a successful career as a designer or as a creative oh. professional? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a great question. Uh, the thing is, um, what advice could I give to the young bloods or the young professionals, young, young creative professionals, is that I think we could do a lot of what we call um, mentoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the word. Uh, when when we were young <laughs> when we were young we don't have mentors yeah. for let's say design mm-hmm. you know i i always wanted to to have a mentor uh, when i was growing up as yes. a young designer young creative so mm-hmm. i think first is that you you need to find someone who you would trust as a mentor Mm-hmm. Uh, be very expressive to the point that if you make mistakes, mm-hmm. don't screw up. Okay, I know. Yes. <laughs> the, the thing is this one. Uh, you are allowed to do fail, mm-hmm. to, to fail. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, you are allowed to fail, mm-hmm. but af- what, what's the story behind failing? It's about the learnings of, of the things that you failed on. 100%. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Do have a mentor. Do not be afraid of failing. Uh, and always try the new things. Always be a life learner. You know why? Mm-hmm. Um, you are very curious with life and learning. It would take you to places. Yes. I, I haven't touched, mm-hmm. I haven't touched the, my journey on, on the Adobe side. But I think mm-hmm. if I was not very curious... Yeah, and very persuasive. I wouldn't be in my position on. I wouldn't be in this position right now. That's, That's another really story cool. to tell. Actually, yeah. we can we can we can talk about that. Yeah, sure. So I think you're uh, really. Uh, I think a lot of people know that you're uh, an Adobe certified expert, right? So I think uh, it's it's one of your uh, hi- highlights of your career, or you know, uh, one of the thing that we can share for for them as well uh wh- how do you uh, you know how do you build that uh that expertise how, how can you share your process behind that or or, or backstory doing uh, doing trainings to from adobe oh doing trainings for adobe can you share your yeah. backstory about that mm-hmm. okay so um it's kind of long but okay I, i'm just going to short this um sure. 
way back, uh, I tried to join a user group here in the Philippines. But then I was not mm-hmm. being able to to get admitted at the first year. So, you know what the wow. thing that I did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? Um, I, what I did is I apply on my own. Ooh. <laughs> I, I did yeah. find someone in Adobe and then I asked if I could form a user group Mm-hmm. Here in the Philippines, that was way back in 2007. Wow, let let me so, let me just uh, let me just go back. You've been rejected in a group, then then and then you decided <laughs> to join or create a group. Create wow. my own. Create Actually, your uh, own group, right? So yes, this, yes. Wow, this. Um, cool. mm-hmm. uh, I have another story on somehow what we call elitism in the creative field, but I don't want to mm-hmm. touch on the negative. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back then, I was challenged that if I cannot join that group, I would create my own. And so I did. And then I've been in the program since 2007. Uh, I've created my own mm-hmm. somehow uh, user group in the Philippines. It's called Graphicarista Adobe User Group. Got you it. can still find them in Facebook. Some of them are very, uh, or some of them are very prolific now. Uh, which I won't mention anymore. Uh, but the thing is, uh, it did help my career and also their career to prosper in the years to come. And then after that, I got admitted to be um, to be an Adobe certified create, um, community professional. So it's a it's a program on which on Adobe that you could. Um, you could do a lot of more uh, events for for Creative Cloud mm-hmm. or Creative Suite back then. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and recently, last year, I've uh, I have applied another uh, program. I have applied to another program, which is the cam- Campus Leader. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then after that, I got admitted to the Insider Ambassador program. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, uh, after all of this uh, admission to the program, the only thing that I could share with this is that you you have to position yourself to be the resource to in terms of what you want to achieve. For example, if mm-hmm. I didn't position myself as the resource for, for example, if you want to share what's new in Photoshop, what's new in Illustrator, you mm-hmm. won't have that opportunity. So you have to really work for it. Get it. Yeah, 100%. even at, you know, even at times you you have to attend a webinar for let's say it's nine o'clock in the U.S. and you mm-hmm. have this in in our timeline in our time. If that's nine o'clock, it's it's twelve o'clock here in midnight. Mm-hmm. So you have to attend the webinar. You have to learn it. You have and then you share it in social media. You have to. Wow. You see that there's there's a lot of work. Yeah. You have to do the forums. You have to curate the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it it does a it does take a lot of work. So it's not just uh, being in the program. You have to also do the work. Got it. So you're you're talking about the work. So I'm I'm just curious. What's your process? Uh, you know, uh, balancing this all uh, these things, this all st- uh, good stuff that you are doing right now what's your uh, process on that how do you balance or design your 
life or your design your schedule in terms of doing or doing different things in in, in a uh, as a uh, you know i think as a creative uh, we have we don't have uh, sometimes we do, we have a lot of creative mess or we we don't systematize things but i think if you have a 360 full view of of your day of your time i think it's really efficient as well can you share your product uh, your uh, your process uh, tips on or process on how you design your schedule or are doing I, you know juggling design, all these things mm-hmm. yeah i usually design my schedule um first i do keep a journal with me mm-hmm. uh, yes. sometimes i do not log on that journal yeah, i also <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but but now i i i uh i do keep my notes on my phone mm-hmm. on, my, on the cloud yeah uh, and then I just schedule all of these things in my calendar. Although mm-hmm. my calendar is not online. My calendar is on my computer only. But I mm-hmm. try to separate things that has more priorities rather than some mundane task that I have to do. Got it. And I, mm-hmm. I, and I categorize it to the, the most important, to the least important, to a segment on which, for example, if I'm doing posting for Adobe, Mm-hmm. Posting for creative communities, doing events. It's just a matter of time management and setting it on the on, on a free free and open date and time. Got it. Well, that, does that really make good. sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. really good. So do you have any uh, you know uh, uh I think for me, uh, I, do you have any time frame for for work? Because for me, uh, I get up 5 a.m. and then I stuff all the work at 3 p.m. I guess. And if there's a, uh, there's something that I need to prioritize, I think I can work at least up to 9 p.m. But that's that's my limit. 9 p.m. I go to bed, wake up at 5 p.m. and then rock and roll again. So do you have any so, setup times <laughs> like like that? Because so you, you you should be at uh, bed right now. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's okay. Um, right now, uh, actually, I'm ve- I'm a very workaholic person. I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, no, I I mean I'm not so sorry for myself. I'm so sorry for the, for the listeners itself. Uh, I mm-hmm. often break my own schedules into. Yeah. I have this what we call in the zone moments. Got it. That whenever that whenever I'm in the zone, I just do work and do work regardless of the time. Mm-hmm. But most commonly, I do sleep. I do sleep in on the range of eleven to one p.m. A.M. Sorry, A.M. Got it. I do work uh, starting from six till. Till um, nine. Wow. And sometimes I do. Uh, sometimes I do nice. power naps. Yeah. So like one hour, two yeah. hour power naps. I yeah. I often do that, uh, especially right now at my certain age. Cool. Yeah. Mm, cool. Uh, are you using uh, some productive, uh, you know, productivity apps that you are using right now, or we just rely uh, on your calendar and your I just rely on my calendar and my journal. Uh, I also 
um, text edit or notepad is my friend. Yes. I always I always jot down. I always type what it's what's what's inside my mind. Mm-hmm. I put time frames on them. You know, if if my computer would be gone, uh, some of my plans would be out. But I, mm-hmm. I, but re- recently, right now, I'm uploading all of that content. So that's what I use. Uh, recently, uh, we we do use Trello, mm-hmm. but yeah. but a lot of emails and uh, notifications really really makes uh, the work right now. Yeah, that's cool. I think uh, for me, uh, balancing. I'm an old, I'm yeah. an old-fashioned yeah. guy in terms. Of, yeah, I, I don't use a lot of apps for. Yeah, uh, because it because there's a lot Likewise. of learning. Yes. Yeah. Likewise, uh, I think uh, call call us uh, old person or a classic <laughs> classic person because uh, I always. I always do journaling. It's, it's and just it's just annoying. It's mm-hmm. just the uh, it's just how we work, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. sometimes we don't we don't have to stick to another one's workflow if if it doesn't work for you. Yes. Uh, the thing mm-hmm. is, if you if you can try to fit in the workflow, but if it doesn't mm-hmm. work for you, you should yes. always revert to your classic style. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, pen and paper is really I can yeah, I can stress you out about that how important it is because. Uh, you uh, you you can see a physical thing, and I think it's okay. No, I'm not saying that it's not okay to have an analog version of notepads or a, 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 all that good stuff, all that apps. But uh, like what as Roland long, said, right? As, as long, long as, as it works, yeah, it works for you, and yeah. there's no one fits to all solution. I think if uh, I think it's also one way to build good habits, and as well. You know, stop procrastination or lessen your procrastination. Yes, uh, I hate that, so to speak. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really. We cool. have we have very limited time on this earth, and I think procrastination is is really a disease on its on its own terms because yep. uh, we are destined to do a lot of great things. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah? Yeah, that's really uh, cool. I, I think uh, <laughs> it's 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 always an uphill battle. I think it's but 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 we can try all. Uh, you know, we we only have we we have only twenty four hours in a day, right? So we uh, we have uh, we have a lot of ways. We have to, to maximize. Bring, yeah, the maximize. That we have in our yeah, maximize it. Uh, ways to to really dig dive in your process or, or in your routines, right? So thank you yeah. so much, Roland, for sharing that. I think uh, that's really, uh, you know, amazing to know what's your process and share that to the creative professional, especially those people that are really getting started on on doing this, you know, kind of stuff. So if you, uh, I think, you you've been you've been into uh, like what I've said you've been into a lot of hats and you you jump shift into another field right now so uh, can you share if you go back you know can you share your best practical advice with your younger self if you could advise your younger self what is it if I could advise my younger self. Um... I think 
I could tell a lot of things to him. Um, mm-hmm. I could tell to him that, um, again, it's really okay to fail. Uh, and you have to think less of, you, think, you have to think less of people that will judge you. It doesn't matter their uh, it doesn't matter what their opinion is as long as you're very comfortable with yourself. Uh, and also the last thing would be um, to develop that uh, learning attitude, the, the life learning attitude to to excel, to to do uh, and to to create to create your vision, to create yourself, to, to make your visions manifest into the real world. Yeah, I think that's, that's the three mm-hmm. things that uh, I would say. Uh, I would say a lot to, to my old self, but <laughs> yeah, no, that man, would be another cool. episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about that in the next episode. So uh, one year from now, uh, Roland, wh- uh, where do you see... Uh, Creative Nation Academy or your your career? Can you share your vision one year from now? One year from now, um, I would envision Creative Nation as uh, a much more um, strengthened platform on which a lot of creative professionals would would give their um, would give their, their insights, their experiences. Their it's a way for you to channel your your um, mm-hmm your your uh, vision it's it's about uh sharing your vision sharing your experiences uh i think creative nation also would be more uh doing more events for for creative professionals who wants to elevate their skills. For example, if they want to be a business designer, you want to be a tech, uh, creative ent- entrepreneur, uh, if they want to be almost everything that they want to be, uh, yeah. as long as it's creative or creativity. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, next year, we want to have a bigger audience for uh, what we call... Uh, an event with Adobe. Uh, it's the local version of Adobe Max. Adobe Max in the Philippines. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Somehow I, I could see you that uh, there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. I will surely go on that on that event. I, I'm looking, looking forward. forward. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward for that. So yeah, that's really amazing. Before we wrap up the show, so you you know, just uh, I, I think I always ask this question before we. We go uh, before we send them or our listener to to the to the things that you would like to promote. Uh, so, what's your best yeah. practical advice for those who are just getting started or you know just stuck in their situation that they want to get things done? So, what's your best practical advice for them? Um, the thing is, we have to you have to prioritize things. Um, and make sure that you're and make sure that you are not living just to just for the sake of living okay uh, i often tell this to my to my 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 
my students and also some of my um, what we call padawans or um, trainees. Um, hi, Mars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just name Shout dropping. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Gems, Bocalbos. Okay. Yeah, shout um, out, guys. <laughs> shout out. Okay. Um, I always tell them that you have to live in the moments. You have to, to gather all your strengths to be the best that you can be at the specific time. So you won't have regrets. Okay? Because mm-hmm. uh, I, as I, I, would, I would always say that I, now I, if you don't live in regrets, you, you live in memories. You, you create great memories. You live in the moment. You embrace everything that you got and you just give it. You just, you just spread your wings. You just give it all. Regardless if you fail, regardless if you succeed, as long as you gave it all, you have to live in the moments. No regrets. Live in memories. No regrets. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing, man. So thank you so much for sharing all the you know the insights you uh, you shared in this episode especially the stories and the journey i think it's really valuable you know to share that as well for those who are really uh, passionate about design and creativity it's really amazing to have you on the show and i want to thank you roland for uh, for doing this podcast and to carving some up some, some time to to be on the podcast and i really appreciate it so if you if you would like to my pleasure yeah if they would like to know more about you or if they have a questions about your uh, your works where where they can find you okay um they can go to facebook.com/creativenation uh you just search it um and then uh we do a lot of um events we do a lot of workshops on which we can collaborate. We can do a lot of uh, learnings. We can do um, in gathering of insights. Um, it's Creative Nation Academy. Uh, I also you, you can also add me. Uh, you can just search me on, on Facebook. I would uh, if you love to have a chat. If you love to insights. If you want to partner with us at Creative Nation, you can definitely do that. Uh, anything else? Uh, creativenation.ph Yeah, creativenation.ph For sure, for those who are listening, uh, I will put all the links on our show notes and all the recommendations that uh, our brand right here gave into this episode. Uh, and if you're listening to Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, just scroll down and you will uh, surely find all the links that uh, we've mentioned in this episode. And you can also check that out on the designliveshow.com. So you will, uh, you can check all the episodes and previous episodes that you might find uh, by the wall. So again, thank you, Roland, for accepting my invitation to be on the podcast. And I really appreciate your uh, your time. You know, uh, it's 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 a little bit late, but <laughs> I really, uh, really, on I'm really honored to have you on the show, man. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure, yeah. J. Christ. That's a wrap. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. And that's it. 
thank you so much for listening to the Design Life Show. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash tdls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.